This podcast is brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie, connecting couples who are planning their wedding with Ireland's most premium wedding suppliers. Okay, we're, we're looking here, we, we, we dug through the archives online and we, we managed to find an article here in the Irish Independent and it's talking about post-nuptial blues. I'm just going to read the opening paragraph here. Um, the dig had gone perfectly, the dress had been a big hit, the speeches had been short and sweet, people had danced, timings had been largely adhered to and I was married to the man I loved, ready to live happily ever after. Except everything didn't feel very happy. I was left with an overwhelming f- feeling of flatness once the, sh- once the glow of the wedding and honeymoon had worn off. This is a problem for brides <laughs> everywhere. They put so much planning into the day, it all goes great and then nobody wants to talk about it afterwards. This is just a topic that I think people don't, I think brides don't really take on board when they are getting married for exactly the reasons that you say, because, you know, it kind of consumes your life, really. I mean, you're in Mm. work, but you're kind of on the emails and you're emailing your suppliers and getting everything in place. And you kind of, you know, you build a closer bond with your husband because you're in it together and you're planning this big day and everything's fantastic. But then when it's all over, it's a total anticlimax. I know some friends of mine, I mean, I know have gotten married in the past and told me they were in this kind of post-wedding depression. And to be honest, I kind of thought to myself, this is a load of baloney because you've had the day of your dreams, you're with your husband, like Mm. what more do you want? But I suppose you can see why you would be like that if your whole year or six months or year and a half beforehand has been wedding, 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 like, you know, booking the nicest things, booking the nicest services, suppliers, your dream venue, the dream dress. And then it's back to washing your... it year in the making. Yeah, you're back to washing the socks. And the, the day after. <laughs> you, know, you, you might just about get to talk about the wedding at, at breakfast the next day. And after that, everybody's, all your guests, everybody's moved on to the next thing, be it the Six Nations <laughs> match that's coming up the weekend. Or that wouldn't be too bad. Or they're talking about the next wedding that they're going to. But yeah. it's like you've you've put so much work into it and... It's gone great and you want to celebrate it and you want to live on the high, but it's not there. But do you think it's, do you think that's kind of because it's not about you anymore? Or do you think it's more than that? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you know? (laughs) I'm just saying I found the article. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So like there's, there's this part in here, there's there's a a marriage counsellor or a relationship counsellor here talking about uh, the stresses that it's going to put on, on the relationship both before and after, but in particular afterwards where you have, um, you know, the couple who've, they've literally fallen off the cliff because they've, they've nothing. They're wondering, what are we going to do next? And one, one suggestion here is that people are going house hunting afterwards just to get some kind of relief. <laughs> and it's a kind of an Irish thing, don't you think? That, I mean, like, we love to kind of rush people's lives along. You're just not, we just don't let people to, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy life as it is mm-hmm. or enjoy life for what it is. Okay, you're married now. Are you having kids? Oh, is that the pillar pad of a tiny feet? You know, yeah, there's the always... Question, it's the natural follow on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah there, there always kind of has to be something more. But I think what you touched on there actually about, um, you know, there being a little bit of stress to the pre-wedding build-up. And I mean, we've we've had this discussion before where, you know, there's always the kind of, oh, well, we can't sit that person with that person that's kind of seating plan yes. for a wedding. Mm. Or, you know, the husband doesn't really want to kind of organise flowers and cakes and stuff, but he's all about the cars and the honeymoons. So there's always a little bit of... There's something Tension for each of them there. But, but yes, why aren't you helping with me with the table plan? Yeah, there's there's a bit of that, yeah. There's a bit of both, yeah. So, I mean, in one way you would kind of think, okay, look, it, it's taken over our lives here for a year. We've, we've had the day now. Can we just relax and get back into normality? There's a bit of an attraction there. But then, yeah, I mean, where do you start? Is it, do you have to start somewhere? Can you not just relax and enjoy life or what it is? Or do you have to be booking the next holiday, you know, buying the new house, like you say, or having the children? I mean, can you not just be... I think it does 
I, I'm just thinking as as I read and, and, and as we talk about it here, it kind of shows the importance of maybe having a video of your day. Totally. So you can kind of look back and, okay, I'm not, I'm not saying you need to relive it, mm-hmm. but to kind of look back and say, yeah, we, we put a lot of work in and we got it right and it worked. And it's just to kind of give yourself a little pat on the back as a couple. Definitely. And say, we put a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of late nights, a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. And we now actually get to, you've spent 12 months planning an event, being an event planner. And then on the day, you're actually in it and you don't get to really enjoy it because you're almost planning it while you're the two guests of honour as well. Sure. Yeah. So looking back on a on a video of the day maybe is, is, is a way to kind of sit down and relax and look at it all again. Yeah. And that kind of brings up the, the question as well. I mean, as to should you have an event planner? Should you hire a wedding planner? Is it money well spent? Because are you going to kind of consume yourself so much? I mean, people, people aren't wedding planners. People aren't event organisers. It is the biggest event a couple is going to take on together. Exactly. And it's mm. not something you do. OK, you might, you know, do a little condign with me on a Saturday night with four friends or something like that. But we don't organise <laughs> weddings. Not 180 for friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> not 180 friends. Imagine peeling those potatoes. <laughs> Alan, <laughs> it's your job. <laughs> you know what I mean? People aren't these people. People are salespeople. They're accountants. They're nurses, doctors. They're PAs. They're, you know all kinds of different jobs. But in general, people who are organising their weddings are not event planners. So do people nearly take away from their day and do they bring the stress on themselves by trying to be so much in control that they end up losing out, like exactly what you say, on actually enjoying their day because they're so busy thinking, well, it's three o'clock, this person's arriving now. It's four o'clock, this is happening. It's six o'clock, oh, dinner. Why aren't we having dinner? And so stressed out about keeping to the timings and Mm -hmm. keeping everything going that I think it will be just, I think the answer is actually having a wedding planner like Mary that we spoke to before because someone like Mary can just take that whole stress away. Yeah, and on the day, you've... Yeah, the the debate then is, is do you need somebody leading up to the wedding or actually on the day? Does everything take care of itself largely on the day if you put enough planning or the right planning into it? Mm -hmm. Or do you need somebody there just making sure everything's going according to plan? I don't know. It's probably a bit of both, but I think when we had actually Yvonne in from Bally McGarvey, she said, I mean, the key is to have a really good relationship or to build a good relationship with your wedding planner Mm -hmm. of your venue. So, you know, maybe put the time and effort into that and trust the expert, like hand over the reins and stop trying to be the control freak. I know for myself, I would be that control freak. And it's a hard thing to do because it's your big day. You know, this is it. This is, we'd like to think you're just doing it the once. Is it not (laughs) enough you get to pick the dress, the suits, the flowers, the cake? Oh no, we want to be in charge of everything. You know, (laughs) but I think, yeah, maybe build the relationship. Maybe that's the key to -hmm. build the relationship with your wedding planner. Trust them. They do this every day of the week, don't they? Mm -hmm. You know, they know what, what they're doing. You really don't. You might think you do and you might like to think you do, but I mean, trust them. They're taking it in their stride, aren't they? Yeah, it's not a big deal for them. They're not having the sleepless nights that you're going to have. Okay, well, we're going to help you uh, cure some of those sleepless nights. And if you want to tune in and download any of our podcasts, you're going to find loads of hot tips and uh, the latest trends and what to watch out for and some really great information for planning your wedding. This podcast is brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie, connecting couples who are planning their wedding with Ireland's most premium wedding suppliers.